Hey love, welcome to the Be Loved Podcast. I'm your girl, Brandy Luna, a versatile Jesus-obsessed faithpreneur who's all about building people up holistically while keeping it real. On this show, you can always expect the juice that will put pep in your mental, physical, spiritual, personal, or relational step. Whether it's just me in your ear or me and a beloved guest, my prayer is that each episode serves you in some way. So buckle up, boo, and let's see what God has in store for us today on the Be Loved Podcast. Be Loved Podcast fam, how y'all doing? What y'all doing? And where are we going? (laughs) Just kidding. Oh my gosh, it's been so long. It's been like months, I feel actually not not even feel it's literal I it's been months since I've been on here and I am excited to be back it has been such a summer and the beginning of fall guys um after going to Israel came back for a few weeks then went to Qatar for two weeks then came back and then did a uh, women's retreat and then rested from that and then planned and did a conference and did that and then published a book and And so I really need to get better at integrating my podcast life, even while the Lord has me doing other things. Not to mention, you know, this real estate career um, that is new to my life as of this year, which is, um, I just really feel like I found what I'm supposed to be doing for the rest of my life in regards to job, not calling, but job. Um, and so I I need to figure out, y'all, please pray for me. If you are a faithful listener of the Be Love podcast and this show has blessed you, pray for your girl. Pray for me that I learn <laughs> and I grow in the area of being able to stay um, consistent and, and make time, uh, no matter what's going on in life, to just push record. Um, I also know that one thing that got me hung up for a little bit was that I'm trying to go video too. I want to do video podcasts. Um, and I do have the the platform for it. It's just a matter of, you know, really understanding how it works, how it's how I'm able to like edit things and push it out on more than one platform, yada yada. Anyway, today I just have words on my heart that I want to release to y'all. And I was like, you know what? We're going old school. We're going. We're taking it back to where it started. And I'm just going to roll with that because otherwise I'll get too caught up in the details of the video platform and I won't go forward. Um, which, by the way, side note on that, I do have two juicy interviews that are in the video um, platform that I need to publish. And those will be released this fall, uh, this season. And definitely keep your eyes open for those because let me tell you, they're really great. And with two warriors that I respect and you don't want to miss those two episodes. Again, they've just been locked and loaded in my the video podcast platform. And um, yeah, we're definitely going to release those these fall, this fall. Anyway, okay, okay, we here. Let's go, let's go. So... This word that's on my heart today for you, love, is in regards to friendship and fellowship. And I think it's just, it fits, it's it's a suitable word right now because it's today as of today. Um, It's November 1st. But even if you hear this July 2nd of 2024, 26, I don't know, um, you know, I really believe that it's it's a, a timeless word in regards to your community. 
right? And so we're calling this episode Friends Giving. And I love that the Lord really just moved on my heart with his word this morning. Um, I'm in Romans as of today. I think I'm going to chew on, I like eat through Romans this month. Um, Romans is actually my favorite book in the Bible. And um, I think I just want to go back through it and just eat through it. (laughs) And so this morning I started with chapter one and obviously, and this one scripture just highlighted out to me and it just made me reflect on some uh, meeting that I had yesterday uh, not a meeting, but like a coffee date. And uh, I was like, wow. So I want to read the scripture to you. And we're going to break down what it is that I believe that the Lord is going to encourage you with um, for this season of Friendsgiving. Okay. So Romans 1, 11, it says, I long to, oh, okay, sorry, backtracking just a little. Paul is writing a letter to the church of Rome. And so this is him longing to go and visit them. Okay. All right. So 111, I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. That is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. I'm going to say that one more time because it's so juicy. I love this. I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. That is, that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. Now, why that got me stirred up and just I just paused right there. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm That's what I'm chewing on for today was because yesterday I went to visit a, or, you know, I had a coffee date with a, a, a friend, a fellow leader here in Las Vegas. She, um, you know, leads a couple things here in town that's very um, front lines in the spiritual realm. And it's, um, I was just always an honor to meet with her. So anyway, I had it in my calendar and, um, you know, <laughs> I, I know I'm not the only one with this. Okay, listen. Whenever you're tired, okay, and you got an engagement that you put your word on, obviously we are people of God, so we are yeses are our yeses and our noes are our noes, unless there's something crazy that's happened, right? So I was like, Lord, I, I hope that she cancels on me. <laughs> nothing, nothing to do against her whatsoever, but everything to do with, I'm tired, y'all. Can I get an amen? Okay, <laughs> I'm tired. And, um, and so nothing to do with her and lo and behold, she doesn't cancel. Right. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm supposed to meet with her then because Loki, the Lord has come through before y'all where of course it's never the other person. Cause I don't put my word on things that I know I'm going to regret later anymore. Side note anymore. Cause I'm like a, a recovering people pleaser <laughs> anyway. So these days, I don't, if I know I'm going to not enjoy this person's company or vice versa, or I know that the grace of the Lord is not on this to me, I'm like, nah. So anyway, um, I was like, okay, or previously the Lord has come through with like, you know, they'll cancel on me. I'm like, yay, inner celebration. And I know you know what I mean. But anyway, so she doesn't cancel on me. And so I'm like, okay, I'm meant to be there. And so I suit up, but I mean, I threw on a baseball cap and my sweats. Okay, let's be real. And um, went to the coffee shop. And so, um, but before I left the house, I have this little mirror um, that is that has like a, a leather case that said, fix your eyes. And I, I got this little 
you know, trinket from a book a long time ago. My gosh, years ago, I went to a women's conference in Dallas, I believe, and they gave out books with like trinkets and things. And so honestly didn't mean much to me as far as the trinket goes. I've never used it. It was literally still brand new. However, it just was highlighted to me before I was leaving for this coffee date yesterday. I was like, I don't know why, but I feel like I need to take this. And so I just stuck it in my pocket and left. And so when I get there, um, you know, one, she was a little late, which also when it's nothing to do with like uh, business or, um, you know, work or, you know, a meeting, a really serious meeting, I don't care if people are late by a few minutes. Why? Because I know I'm that person too. Birthday parties, you know, nonchalant things. Um, life is lifing and I don't want this to feel businessy or worky. So if you're a few minutes late, as long as there's like communication, like, Hey girl, running a few minutes late. Okay, boo. I'll chill. I ain't tripping. Um, if I'm in a time crunch, I'll be like, just so you know, I do only have an hour though. Okay. girl. Okay. You know, type thing. Right. So anyway, she was running a little late, just a few minutes. And, um, I turned around when I seen her, I was like, ah, I'm so glad that you're the one late and not me. <laughs> She just laughed. She's like, dude, I know. I'm sorry. I was like, no, you're good. I, I, I literally, it literally relieves me when other people are late <laughs> for some reason with, you know, little nonchalant meetings like coffee dates. Um, and she was like, oh, because she and I are still getting to know each other, you know, deeply, you know, but I do know that the Lord has placed her in my life anyway. And so we go on with a coffee date and um, I am just so stirred up by the spirit. Like I could feel the Holy Spirit over this conversation from the get. And, uh, we wanted to talk about one, a key. So this is what it, this is also something that's integrated in this conversation. Whenever you are connected to people who are connected to the Holy Spirit or who are walking by the whole, with the Holy Spirit daily, it's just a powerful thing, how much of a blessing they can be to you just as much as you can be for them. Anyway, so as I mentioned, I had this uh, conference with the Beloved Project um, about a month ago now, and as I'm, um, I invited this fellow leader, and so I didn't, you know, when I'm focused on conference day, I just, that's the only thing I'm focused on, so I didn't even know who was there, who wasn't uh, at that moment. Uh, I was in worship, and then she comes up behind me, and she taps me on the shoulder, and she gives me a key. It's one of these old-fashioned keys, right? Like, anyway... She had no idea. Like she just simply taps me again. Worship's happening. Gives me the key. Gives me a hug. Like lets me know, hey, I'm here. And I immediately, like she walks away. She goes and backs and takes her seat immediately. And so I immediately start crying, y'all. Like I just began, I just felt the warmth of the Holy Spirit. Like a big hug. And I just, she had no idea what that key meant to me. Now, back in December of 2022, um, the Lord gave me a vision. I mean, a dream. I, ho- I had a dream that he came and gave me a key and it looked like that key y'all that it's, I'm not even kidding. It's crazy. So in my dream, he gives me the key and then I wake up and I thought, okay, Lord, what was that? Well, actually, sorry. Like I forgot I had that dream. And so that now I, now I know to pray father, help me to remember the dreams that you give me. Um, anyway, So like a month later, I feel like it was maybe in February or so, I just randomly remembered that dream out of nowhere. I got, I don't know what mundane thing I was doing, but then I was like, that dream. And so then I thought, Lord, what was that key for? You know? And I'm like, I don't want to miss that word. If it's not too late, could you please reveal to me what that key was for? And so then, um, like, let's see, let's see, I don't know, a couple months later, 
Um, well, that was that. That was in. And then, and then when I went to Israel with uh, my spiritual mom, um, there was a key given to us as well. But it was a part of the mission. But it still meant a lot to me to have that key. I just still didn't know it and uh, like understand what it meant. And each time I asked for clarity, it's like it's as if the Lord wants me to pursue the answer because. He's not like, it's not becoming clear (laughs) or unless I'm just, I don't know y'all. Anyway, again, I need all the prayer. Anyway, so, so this key has been a part of my year. Like this key has been significant to me and me just pursuing the meaning of it. And so that day when she gave me that key, it was a tangible key. And I thought, dude, this is the key in my dream. Like, how would she know that? Right. Obviously, um, and I immediately started crying and I, I just said, thank you, Lord, one. And I'm still, I'm now in this, you know, season of pressing into really gaining clarity as to what that key meant because I do believe it is important and I don't want to just miss that. And so anyway, that's what, you know, we opened the conversation with yesterday, she and I, and I was like, dude, and so I told her all of that. She was like, girl, I don't even know. Like I was running late that day to your conference and um, before I left, um, I just, she's like, I'd seen that key in my house. I can't remember if she said where, but she's like, I just had this feeling like I need to take that key, you know? And she goes, and then when I got to your conference, I seen you worshiping. And then I just felt that like I, the Lord tell me, go give her that key. And I was just like, I don't know what it meant or what. And I was like, dude, you have no idea. Like, wow. And so I was just like, thank you for being obedient, dude. You know, thank you. I really appreciate that. And so that was really encouraging to me. And little does she know, little did she know at that moment until later on the conversation got real vulnerable. I, you know, was a little spiritually fatigued. And it's my own fault. I haven't taken the proper time to spiritually rest with the Lord and and put things aside and put them down, um, you know, to really rejuvenate and have quality time with the Lord to be able to gain clarity and, and you know, have some quality time with him. I miss him sometimes. I mean, we're with him every day, right? But it's just like with like a marriage, if you're married or in a relationship or even with your mom or dad, you know, you love them, right? And you're around them all the time, but like, it's just a bypass. Like, hi, I love you. Okay, bye. See you later. You know, that's sometimes how I feel with the Lord whenever I get quote unquote busy. And thankfully by his love for us and mercy, he gives that little love tap. Like, hey, can we sit down? (laughs) Can we have a cup of coffee? Um, And so anyway, um, I just... I don't know where I was going with that. Maybe that was a little gold nugget for someone. I don't know. But anyway, so we're having this rich conversation and I'm, oh yeah. So I'm telling her like, you know, I just been feeling spiritually fatigued and I just, girl, I just want to be home. Like I just want to be home and like rest. Um, and I want my, like uh, to my husband, Steven's been deployed, um, like half the year, literally he got home a month ago. He was home for two weeks after six months of being gone. He got home for two weeks and then he, he had to leave again for another training for three weeks. And so he's still not home to this present time. He gets home in a few days, thankfully. So I'm really looking forward to that. But you know, it's just been, it's been a year, great year, beautiful year, but it's also just taking a toll like on, you know, my, my own little spiritual walk, right? Like as far as fatigue, anyway, easy fix. So she, I'm expressing these things to her. And so then she begins to open up to me regarding what she feels like she's struggling with. Right. And I immediately feel a grace, a vulnerability. Like she, I could tell that what she was sharing with me were things that nobody knows. And I also never take that for granted or take that lightly when people 
share their heaviness with you, no matter what status they have in the earth, um, no matter if they're a pastor or whatever, you know, if they're struggling in an area and they're willing to share that with you. And and let me tell you, y'all, I've been surrounded by pastors. I'm very close friends with some pastors. And y'all, we struggle. Okay, we struggle. I want to encourage you with that, letting you know that like, you know, we, we do have, you know, areas that we um need encouragement in it as well. You know, thankfully, you know, we've probably already learned how to war through them, but it doesn't mean that we don't have weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? And so I love to, I'm thankful to have created a safe place for people who feel like they, they can't rest um, in, in people's presence because they're always serving. You know what I'm saying? Uh, kind of like a mom. Like, like you maybe feel like if you're a mom or a dad or a parent, aunt, uncle, mentor, um, around those who you love and mentor and are raising, it's almost like, you know, you can't sit there and ask your two-year-old to cook you a meal because you're tired. <laughs> you know what I mean, you got to keep going, right? You got to cook them that meal and you got to keep, you got to hopefully have a good attitude about it and let them know that they're not a burden. You're just, you know, got to handle it, right? So anyway, again, I love being that safe place and she's, she's being vulnerable with me and I'm like, dang, this is crazy, you know? I'm just, um, I immediately feel some sympathy for her and, um, immediately I feel the wind of the Holy Spirit just come upon me and, um, give her some encouragement. And randomly I thought, oh my gosh, dude. And I pull out the mirror that, um, the Lord prompted me to take with me because the word that was coming over me for her from the Lord was fix your eyes on him and give that thing to him type thing. And it was just so cool. So she was incredibly encouraged. I was incredibly encouraged. Didn't even go to be encouraged personally. Like, I don't even know why. I I didn't know why we were meeting, but I just knew that the Lord, it was an, an appointed time, right? For two women of God to meet together. And so this is where I'm going with this, guys. We both walked away from that meeting or from that coffee date, very encouraged and enlightened and just like a a fan to our flame happened while we were just sitting in the presence of each other um, by encouraging one another, by being a safe place for one another and um, for speaking life into one another, believing in one another. Guys, I'm telling you, that is friends giving, right? You are giving a part of yourself to them to build them up and then vice versa, right? Now, granted, there are seasons where we're just down and out and sometimes you just have nothing to offer. And so that's when you really know who your real people are because they know you. They know that you don't just come empty-handed every time. You 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 know, you do your part to be reciprocal when it comes to, you know, being being in friendships, but then there are those times where just like, dude, I have nothing to give right now. Like I'm just at my ends with I need rest type thing and they'll get it they'll still show up for you and they still love you and they'll still serve you um and in ways of encouragement and things um because they know you and they love you and they're not there just to get what you have uh whether it be money or or your your positive you know the personality whatever it may be they just love you for you even when you are down and out and ratchet no I'm just kidding we're not ratchet here (laughs) maybe a little. Anyway, so um, again, we walked away both encouraged and that is what I want to encourage you with today, friends. Like I want you to really take an inventory of your circle, of your friends, you know, of your people, of your community. 
um, in this season with, uh, I, for me personally, I do feel like the Lord is gracing me with November and December to rest from the year that's been had again, beautiful year, but it's been fruitful and productive and woo woo, we've been going right. And so I'm excited for November and December to just, just chill. And one, one thing that he's placed on my heart is tend to your relationships for this fall season. And, um, I'm like, okay, Lord. And so I'm taking that serious, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking any more meetings, I'm doing, you know, whatever the Lord places in my hand real estate wise. I'm stewarding that as best as I can. And I love to do it. Um, And other than that, I'm stewarding my relationships. I'm excited to have Stephen home to steward my marriage. Um, And I just want to, to let you know, friend, that it is important as to who you are stewarding um, your time with. You know, um, when Paul says it right here in Romans 111, that is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. That is him saying like he knows that when he goes in that time that he uh, is able to go and visit the church of Rome, he knows that he, he knows who he is. He knows what he has as far as the anointings on are the anointing on his life and what he's been called to do. So he knows that when he walks in rooms, there's encouragement, there's inspiration, there's building up, right? God, I mean, Paul knew that about himself, right? He knows his identity in Christ. And he also knew, because he, uh, he starts this letter by saying, I thank God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is being reported all over the world. Therefore, he's celebrating his brothers and sisters in Rome because their faith is apparently booming. And he's proud of them. And he's excited for them, as we should be whenever our brothers and sisters are booming for Christ, right? Um, but he, and so he knows what he brings and he's also excited and expectant because he knows that they will also encourage him and his faith when he goes to visit them. That is friendship guys. That is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like it is something special when you're able to meet with someone and show up as your true authentic self and being encouraging and lightning, you know, and just loving and, and nurturing and knowing that it's going to be reciprocated. Therefore, you're both pouring into each other and you walk out and you're able to go and serve the lost, hurting and broken world from a full cup because if you you're, because the community that you keep is constantly pouring into you. And then you're constantly pouring into them. So they also feel the same way when they walk out into the lonely, broken, and hard world. Um, and we're able to really win this fight. That's what she, the, the friend and I were talking about yesterday. It's like when we link arms, you know, we're able to go longer. We're able to really um, conquer big things, you know, together. Because I've been in those Lone Ranger seasons. Thankfully, the Lord, you know you know, helped me in the area of, in regards to like, don't do this, <laughs> don't do this alone. You know, um, being delivered from the orphan spirit was very real. But anyway, um, you know, it, it, we can go longer when we're surrounded by the right community, because when you start to get weary, which we do, um, and when we start to maybe doubt, I know that the enemy has come for my faith on more occasions than one, but he's, Hopefully he's realized by now, like, it ain't happening, buddy. Like, you could just go with that because that tactic ain't working. Like, <laughs> I've seen too much. I know too much. I actually know the Lord. <laughs> like, you ain't convincing me otherwise. Anyway, but when he comes for doubt and, and, and worry and stress and, 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 and things are just happening around you, you need your brothers and sisters in Christ 
to, you know, go to in confidence and be like, dude, I'm struggling, you know, um, can you pray for me? You know what I'm saying? Like, and there is a difference though too, guys, I will note this. Okay. We are people, all of us, right? You, me, we're people, we're humans, and we are strictly um, and solely dependent on the Holy Spirit to show up for people in ways that they need Him. They don't necessarily need you on most occasions. Sometimes it's nice to just have friends, right? Just be human with together and just like me and a friend, uh, we sat and watched or we binged uh, Sweet Magnolias one time at her house. And had like popcorn and M&Ms and it was just the best time ever. Um, And so that's awesome. Friendship is amazing in that way for sure. But as far as spiritual needs, um, we can only do so much um, in order to be there for you. At some point or another, you don't want to be that friend that is always, always needing a friend that is strong in their walk with Christ. And you're not doing your part in growing your relationship with Christ. So therefore, you're continuing to piggyback off of your friend's faith that can only get you and them so far because eventually they're going to get fatigued with you on their back and they're going to be like, dude, I have to put you down because this is getting really heavy. Then you might get offended because maybe there's not some spiritual maturity in you to realize like you were dependent on this person for their faith. And it's not fair to them because they are only human and they have their, you know, own, their, they have, you know, their strength and their capabilities and they can only do so much for you in regards to, um, you know, leading you to Christ and, and encouraging you and praying for you. But if it's just constant, you know, um, then again, they're doing a disservice to you as well because that, that, that gives you, um, just kind of a, a limited, um, help because it, or hold on, let me rephrase that. It limits you from pursuing your own faith in Christ. You know what I mean? To each is his own. And we should all, you know, crap. Now this, this, this verse that came to my mind just was like floating away as I'm saying it. But basically, um, we should all, um, uh, have our own salvation and our own faith that we need to be growing. Again, I don't want us to get confused here. Like, it's fine. It is completely okay for those seasons that you just need to trust me. Like, I hit up my spiritual moms anytime that I know I'm going through a battle that I need cover. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I know what to do as a warrior. However, I do need cover. You know, warriors need cover, right? And so they're all hands on deck. Got you, boo. And they do. And then same vice versa. Somebody hits me up that I know you know, they're growing in Christ or they, they got it down, you know, in, in regards to what to do, but they're down. They need cover. You got me, boo. I got you. But again, like if you're constantly, you know, being that friend, that's like, I need prayer. I need help. I need help. I need help. I need prayer. That's not fair to that friend. And that's not fair to you because again, it hinders you from growing your relationship with Christ and it hinders it. It just, it gets heavy for them as a human being. You know what I mean? They're not God. We are not God. We are not Jesus. You know, God is. Jesus is. And if you if you're inspired by your friend's faith and how they overcome trials, how do you think they got that faith? How do you think they how do you think they got strong in in that avenue? You know what I'm saying? Like they probably had they probably had no one to go to either. You know what I'm saying? And and they have probably had to duke out some seasons of learning how to fast and pray and war on their own to make them who they are today in their faith, right? Again, it's fine to hit people up for prayer here and there, but if it's always something and always da 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 
you know, um, then, then really check, you know, it's like the, the check, check the engine, boo, check your engine, fill up on some gas, pay for your gas, meaning, you know, spend time with the Lord on your own and things like that. Right. Anyway, so let me get past that. I don't know why I was going on a rant with that. Maybe that was for someone, but whenever you are someone who is, you know, again, walking with the Holy Spirit, you are an asset to a person. And that person, if you're friends with someone who's also working, walking with the Holy Spirit, they are an asset to you because they can prophesy to you. You can prophesy to them. You, God will show you things about, you know, them that, you know, they'll be like, God will give me dreams about my friends and, 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 and allow me to see things about them that is so encouraging. And I'm like, dude, I had this dream about you that da, 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 da. And they're like, oh my gosh, I've actually been praying about that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, wow. Like, it's so cool to be linked with people of God that are truly walking with the Holy Spirit. And again, guys, it's a friend's giving. We give, we give even our in our friendships, not just in our marriages and our relationships like that. You know, when we focus on other people and their needs, you know, and they come to the conversation with the same mindset, like, let me focus on Brandy and her needs. And then I come to the conversation, like, let me focus on X and her needs. Then what a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? I absolutely love that. And we both walk away encouraged and sharpened and, you know, lighthearted and fresh fire. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I want to encourage you with this season, friend, is one, make time for community that is filled with the Holy Spirit. If you don't have community that's filled with the Holy Spirit and walking with the Lord, not perfect. You'll never find a perfect person ever. Let me tell you, um, I'm one of them. Never, (laughs) probably never will be perfect, but we're working on it. We're growing through it, right? So if you don't have that community, friends, I encourage you find a church. People sometimes complain all the time. Oh, I just don't have any friends. Oh, I wish I had that. And I'm like, dude, pray them in, pray your friends in and to take some action steps to find those friends. God will send them, but he ain't going to send them straight into your door, straight to your door, like an Amazon package. He's going to introduce you to them while you're, you know, in the field, maybe at work, at church, at a workout class, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't be scared to, you know, engage with people and see, and you never know. God will highlight it to you. God will let you know when who, who's like a Christian. Um, you'll just know, like, you'll just know, like when the whole, when someone carries the Holy Spirit and is walking with them, you're around them. You, they they can be a complete stranger, but you know, like, hold up. I smell Jesus on you. <laughs> I know him and I smell him on you. I know it's fragrance. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm a sister of Christ. You You know? And so they're out there, friend. I promise you. I promise you. For as many times as I've moved, I've moved from city to city, town to town, my literally my entire life. And each town that I go to in the past 14 years of walking with the Lord, I have always found a friend in Christ. Always. They are out there. You just need to pray them in and going go out there girl or homeboy go out there and find them your community is out there spend time invest with invest into them and i'm sure that if they're filled with the holy spirit they will gladly invest in you too and we can go longer and we can go further how we doing let's go um anyway i really hope that this encouraged you friendsgiving y'all let's do it november I wish there was a word that rhymed with it but no i mean friendsgiving no november no friendsgiving <laughs> 
Anyway, I'm gonna let you go. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, be blessed and be loved. Mwah. Hey, love. I am so glad that you chose to tune into the Be Love podcast today. As usual, I truly pray that you're leaving each episode inspired, encouraged, challenged, and even changed. Listen, guys, I recently published a book called The Pure Heart Pursuit. For those who struggle with false facade of a perfect and shiny walk with Jesus, let me tell you, it is far from shiny, but it's well worth it. When the fruit shows up in every season from your previous battle, you know it was worth it. And so in this book, you'll read my raw journey of failures and victories in hopes that you are given hope in your own journey with Jesus. Guys, the Pure Heart Pursuit is available on Amazon today. Go and snag your coffee copy if you want to be given hope in your journey with Jesus.